0: Welcome to another episode of The Working Title, hosted by PJ Harries. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of The Working Title, podcast. So, another episode. This one, guys, again, I feel like I say this at the beginning of all my podcasts, like this one is another interesting one, or this one's another different one, or this one's another exciting one, but anyway, maybe that's just my new opening and trying to get you guys excited, whatever it is. Um today we're going to talk about why I left the War Marines and did I do the right thing. Um this one's been triggered by sort of some things I've been thinking about lately. Uh, a lot of things I miss. You know one of the things I miss the most is friends and relationships from the Marines. Um lads that I served with, lads that I worked with, people that I wish I'd got to know more. Um, opportunities that I wish I'd taken that I didn't, you know, that that type of thing. Um, and also, you know, I've been in touch with some former bootnecks recently and, and hearing their stories, both positive and, and negative, um, has really sort of made me think about my time in the Marines and reflect upon it and, and sort of decide whether it was right that I left. Um, and, and it's also made me sort of re-reflect on my reasons for leaving the warm Um So, first of all, my reasons for leaving. Um, essentially, it boils down to two, yeah, i will say two things. Um, one being, I don't do well not moving forward um, and not doing different things. You know, treading water is really bad for me. Um, I get antsy, I get bored, and I want to try different things. You know, a, a bored Marine is always a very dangerous Marine. Um, and I think part of that is uh, sort of a big influence in my decision to to move on um, and leave the War Marines. But I think that also comes under this, the whole sort of, um, I don't know how to put it really, like... The the two reasons are um, wanting to do something that you're trained to do, essentially the reason you join and the reason you develop to do, and also the the rubbish and the downsides outweighing the positives. So the whole sort of me not doing well, treading water and doing the same thing kind of fits into both um, in a way. And it's sort of like that's the best way to sort of describe, describe it. I was spending a lot of time doing stuff that I didn't want to do um and didn't have as many opportunities as I would have liked to do the stuff that I wanted to do um and it sort of it got to that point for me personally where the the downsides and the rubbish side of the job was outweighing the good sides and the positivity so that pretty much sums it up you know there's there's a lot more detail that I could go into, um, and there's a lot more sort of explanation about the different things that really did make my mind up for leaving, but I think it to summarise, and, and obviously this podcast, this one is more about um, did I make the right decision, not why I made that decision, um, so yeah, it, it sort of comes down to that really guys, you know, it was time for me to move on because the good sides started out weighing the bad sides for me so the bad sides started outweighing the good sides so it it is one of those roles where you spend a lot of time doing great stuff but even more time doing rubbish stuff so yeah that that was my reason for leaving guys you know it was time to move on because the good stuff was going down and the bad stuff was coming up don't get me wrong, the Royal Marines, I'm still incredibly pr- proud to be part of that family. Still incredibly proud to be, uh, to call myself, you know, a former Royal Marine. And I always will be. And there will always be a place in my heart and in my mind that wishes wished I'd spent longer, done more, um, and been around the guys and the lads more. But at the end of the day... I made that decision and was it the right one? That's what we're trying to get into. So, yeah, as I say, I've been sort of thinking and chatting to different people and hearing different stories and it's made me sort of think, you know, did I make the right decision? Ultimately, to ruin the suspense of the whole rest of this podcast, yes, I did a 100% I made the right decision for me at the time for leaving the wrong um, And to this day now, it is still the right decision. Um, I would be naive not to admit that me being with my partner was an influence. Um, she's brilliant, she's incredible and she would have supported me all the way through and she still supports me now even though I do spend a lot of time away um, some of that through choice and some of that through work. Um, so that, it wasn't that she was putting pressure on it and wanting to do different things. It was me wanting to spend more time with her and have a better uh, home work life balance so yeah I made the, the right decision in that sense other positives that came out of it or or su- support my decision were future opportunities you know I've done a lot of things met a lot of people traveled to even more weird and wonderful places that I would never have been able to do if I was within the warm and within that uh with, within that sort of security and and um closed windows if you like you know one window has to shut another door will open that kind of thing um you know I've, I've done a lot of stuff and and i wouldn't have been able to do that if i was in the marines uh getting on the property ladder me and my partner we wouldn't have been almost not pressured into it but we wouldn't have been in the position to do it or thought about doing it and she would probably still be living at home and i would probably still be in uh marine accommodation just because it's easy it's convenient and allows us to save um now having our own space together and being on the property ladder together is incredible and it's starting even more of our journey together so that's a, definitely an upside um now i'm in the fire service wouldn't be able to do that you know the, the the goods are endless you know i get to spend more time with friends although you know as as i'm sure everyone here that's listening can some em- empathize um busy people lifestyles it's really hard to see people as much you want to see them but you know you have those opportunities whereas before i didn't um family as well again i've got quite a nomadic family if you like and they're sort of all over but we are quite close when we are together it's it's quite good and, and we um we spend a lot of time sort of laughing and joking when we're together not a lot of serious moments together we sort of take it all quite well Um, But we don't get to see each other often. and But it's more than it would have been if I was in the Marines. A hundred percent. You know, when I was in the Marines, I probably saw my sisters and my brothers and sisters maybe like once, twice a year. Um, If I was lucky. Now, although it's probably a similar amount, it's for a longer period of time. Um, And no, it it is more now. But the negatives. Why... Why am I feeling sometimes that I may have made the wrong decision? Now, there's a couple of different things. The really shallow reasons are I love shooting. Um, love shooting and I miss being on the range of pistols, rifles, all that kind of stuff. Um, and the big weapon systems as well. really miss it. Um, it's great fun and it, it teaches a lot of self-discipline, confidence, confidence. Um, hand eye coordination you know it's great for personal development and but as I say it's just brilliant fun and I really miss that um some of you will know that I do shotgun shooting at the moment and I like clay pigeon um and I try and do that as much as I can afford it but it's not quite the same um there is a big social aspect to it and I'm trying to build up that social aspect to it because that's half the fun um but it's not quite like going down the range with the lads, you know, and I wish it was more relaxed when I was in the Marines in terms of I wish I could have done it more and it was more like America where you could just do it as a hobby. Um and that's something that if I ever relocate country that I will look into. Um but yeah, so that's one of the very shallow reasons. Travel, that's another one. Um not necessarily to good places, but you know, I've got trips to Vegas, um, San Diego Oman, UAE Dubai that I didn't pay for you know I was brought there yes when you look at the 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 months you have to be away just to get those three days there it's like is it worth it you could have just saved up and went but you know at the end of the day you're with some great people and you have some great experiences so like the travel and and all the places you would never go uh, as a tourist as well so been to quite a few of them, um, so I miss that side of it, but I do get a little bit of travel, but yeah, no one here much, and to those those stranger places, uh, obviously the lads, massively miss the lads, um, the banter, the camaraderie ship. but I think the main thing is it's the calibre, um, yes, there was better blokes, there was crapper blokes, um, and... You know, there was people that you wanted to work with, people you didn't want to work with, people you were friends with that you wanted to work with. There were also people you were friends with but you didn't want to work with them, and there was people that you wanted to work with but they definitely weren't your friends. You know, you get you get what I'm saying. There's there was a big plethora of people within the Royal Marines, both good and bad. Um, some were really good at their job, some were really bad at their job. Um, but you know. Overall, compared to the cil- civilian world, and this is just my opinion, but and the people that I've worked with, the higher percentage of good blokes is within the warm winds, by a ridiculous amount. Like I'm talking that if you're in a company of like 150, 200 blokes, there's probably two, maybe three that you're like you're a bit ropey, mate. Not sure how good you are, um, and then there's probably about another 10 to 15 maybe that you're like, nah, you, you, you're you decent at your job, but I wouldn't want to socialise with you. Everyone else, sound as a pound, trust them wholeheartedly and you, you want to spend a lot of time with. Um, whereas in my experience in the civilian world so far, you could probably flip that completely on its head. If I had 150 to 200 of the people that I've worked with recently um, over the past few years, I would say... 15, 20, I would want to socialise with personally um, and probably only two or three would I trust wholeheartedly to do the job that they're meant to be doing and that is the harsh reality guys, you know, that is my personal experience, it won't be the same for everyone and obviously people in different roles will have different experiences and different outlooks on that but yeah, over the past like my five years in the Marines compared to my Two and two or three years out now, is pretty much if I had 150 Marines, 15 I'd be like, nah, not really want to be friends with you, but quite happy to work with you. Two or three I might be like, you're a bit ropey, not sure. The rest 100% confidence in, and in civilian world, 150 to 200 people that I've worked with already, two or three, absolutely sound, 100% trust. 15 to 20 want to be friends with. The rest of the 135 odd, you know, I'd quite happily not see them again. People suck. That kind of opinion. Um, no, no, maybe a few more are okay, but you, you get what I'm trying to say, guys. It's sort of the higher caliber of bloke in terms of in general, I found in the Marines. So, yeah, it, it is... And that's quite a a touchy subject as well. That's not saying all good people are Marines and all that rubbish. And, you know, I'm not saying you have to be a Marine to be my friend. Definitely not. But I'm just saying that in my personal experience, the most reliable people so far compared to Civvy Street have been in the Marines. But I'm open to change and I'm hoping that, down the line as I hit sort of like my five years out of the Marines, you know, five and five, that'd be quite a good landmark to think back on. I'll actually have a different opinion on that. Um, and I hope I have, and I hope it balances out, but at the moment, um, the higher, sort of the, the better caliber of person at the job that they were committed to do is in the Marines. Um, so yeah, I miss the lads. I miss that kind of workmanship, uh, that graft, the accountability as well. Um, Everyone in the civilian world seems to be very blame-shifty, if you like. Uh, Not a lot of people just go, yeah, messed that up, sorry, how do I fix it? Um, And the ones that do seem to get ridiculed anyway. Um, It it blows my mind every time. You know, you see it and the honest guys go, oh, made that mistake, very sorry, what can I do? And people jump on it and smash it. And it's like, what? I, I don't get it because you know my my mind and and in the marines mind it's like yeah you made a mistake you're going to take some banter for it but you have to hold your hands up you have to admit your mistakes so you can improve and so you can become a better person and and be better at your job afterwards And, and mistakes are how we learn people accept that and you move on um so yeah that's a big thing and honesty and and bitchiness if you like that's another one uh that i don't that I, I miss, if you like, about the Marines, is there isn't much. Everyone's brutally honest to your face. You know you know how you sit with 99% of the Marines because they'll tell you. Um, I think they've got a good understanding of, of, of bitchiness and bitchiness in the sense of, you need to be able to vent um, and a lot of things, if you tell people to their face, it gets blown out of proportion. Um, so sometimes you just wanna to chat to someone else about someone else and it is a little bit malicious but it's mainly about you venting. And if you did say it to their face, it's going to escalate an issue that doesn't need to be escalated and has no benefit of being escalated Um, with the understanding that within the, you know, with the understanding that if you have something and you're saying something you're not willing to say to their face, you shouldn't say it. And if it's constructive and it can change, you should say it to their face so that it can be improved and changed. Um, Whereas my experience in the civilian world, which is something that I really don't like, is that everyone bitches about everyone anything. Like anything. Uh, you sit with one person and then you literally walk away, you get a phone call from that same person talking about the person that you were sitting with. And you're like, What? Like, what no. So yeah, that's something I miss. Um but you know, I think the whole idea of this podcast, guys, is just to try to give you guys an insight into my mind. Um in the sense of I don't regret leaving the Royal Marines. Uh, I wish I'd done a few more bits, didn't have the opportunity to do. And maybe I'll, I do wish I'd maybe taken opportunities when I was there and when I was in it that I maybe didn't make the most of at the time, um, whatever they may be. But overall, I'm glad I left, you know, and I think you've got, to, you've got to be accountable to your decisions. And I made that decision. And if I regretted leaving then I need to be accountable for that and that means either join back up if I've got the ability to do so or get the hell over it and I'm lucky where I don't regret leaving Um, there's things I miss and it'll always be a massive part of my life even though as I get older five years is going to dwindle into nothing it is still going to be a big part of my life and a big part of who I am and how I live my life Um, and I think that's the biggest reason why I don't miss it is that I still carry a lot of those characteristics and I always will carry a lot of those characteristics from the Royal Marines. Um, And I know that every day I live my life the way I would have done if I was in the Marines uh, or still in the Marines. You know, I I live it at my full potential as hard as I can work. Um, Sometimes it's not good. You know, my missus always goes on about me. I need to chill out, I need to learn to relax. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's why I don't miss the marines is because I fully, I never fully let go, and I don't think I ever fully will let go. Uh, once a marine, always a marine. They love to say, and I think that's that's sort of more like you know how you how you live and how you lead your life, but also it will never leave you, and that's that's why you can never miss it. As or no, not that's why you can never regret leaving because you'll never actually leave. That's the best way to put it. So there we have it, guys. I hope that sort of answered your question. Um, I know a lot of people didn't really care and this was just something to fill a bit of time but it is quite uh, an interesting topic you know did I make a mistake leaving quite an important career Uh, no I didn't Uh, do I regret not do I regret leaving no Um, do I miss it 100% yes Uh, do I wish I was back in it 100% no do I wish I could do all the good stuff and not have the bad stuff? 100% yes, that would be the dream world. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. As always, if you do have any questions about the Rawlings, uh, about me, anything like that, Pudge underscore Harry's, P-U-J underscore on Instagram. Get in touch with me. Awesome, guys. Thanks for listening. See you in the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Working Title, a podcast hosted by PJ Harry's. Remember... Do something that makes you just a little bit better every single day.